Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode. Yes, yep. okay, but. But. Did we get that synced? Maybe. Audience, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, whatever. So, yes. Yes, okay, but. The show where we try to disagree without being too disagreeable. True, true. <laughs> and you know, last last week we did a pretty good job of agreeing. I think we've disagreed before. And, uh, well, our last episode... Even though it was a Tuesday, Rev Pete was talking because I was sick and blah, 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 blah. But now we're back to Sacred Sunday, and it is, once again, Rev Pete's turn. Yes. Which kind of, you know, works, since there was the, the one time that uh, I... Uh, I don't Forgot what day of the week it was. Why? Yeah, that's... I think it was that we're totally fluffed <laughs> it. Um, but, uh, you know, we are kind of back in sync. So we had two atheists and now we have uh two sacred uh sundays and yeah that works yep so what is your gripe this sunday rev so now today was a very enjoyable day i had the opportunity to go and see the dark crystal uh 35th anniversary in theaters and uh you know this is beyond a doubt my favorite movie uh in all of uh creation yeah, I remember having to tell you to shut up when you were reading, you know, saying every line along with the movie the first time I saw it. Oh, yes, there is that. But there, there's also the fact that, you know, it was one of the movies that I saw my uncle doing some of the voiceover for. Uh, you know, my uncle was Jerry Nelson, who's one of the, the voice actors for that uh, piece. So, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah enjoyable uh, movie but that segues into one of the trailers that i saw before the movie was for spongebob the broadway musical okay you've just killed my brain yes i i i am stunned that there's spongebob coming to broadway however dude dude i am not going to be there's a god that's not how it's done (laughs) <laughs> no god would let that travesty exist <laughs> well, well maybe maybe he'll go back to being the old testament smitey god <laughs> maybe maybe we can hope <laughs> spongebob musicals <laughs> so but anyways my rant however is not spongebob the musical there is a few things that are worse than SpongeBob the Musical. And today's topic is one of those. So, um, this is Lent. Lent is the, the 40 days as we lead into Easter. It's a very sacred time for a lot of Christians. Mm-hmm. There's also a special time for a lot of atheists and anti Christians who enjoy posting up one of my favorite memes to mock and that is the meme of um easter is just ishtar you know you'll you'll see the little picture and it's got the the image of ishtar and then it talks very briefly about language translation uh ishtar is easter right uh, you know it should be pronounced ishtar and yeah you know i've, that, I've just got to give a little aside this year with easter 
that a lot of people on the online atheist you know forums and stuff that I visit are highly amused that it's falling on April Fool's Day this year. Yes. Quite a few people are very amused by that. Yes. The we, fact we, we that Ash Wednesday, Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day also happened to have been on the same day was also somewhat amusing for people who are, you know, kissing with ashes on their foreheads. Yeah, that, that, that was good for a chuckle as well. <laughs> yep. But that, that's... That, that's not anything about, you know, oh, look, this proves anything. Was, it's just a funny coincidence. Mm-hmm. So my rant now, yes. as you know, and uh, some of our audience knows, my master's was in mythology. Mm-hmm. Not only was I studying, you know, biblical studies and, and archaeology, but I was doing a comparable mythology as my master's paper. So when it comes to memes like Easter is just Ishtar, I will blink. <laughs> I will roll up my sleeves. I will put on my fighting hat and we will go fisticuffs with those who know not of what they speak. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, Easter, the, the date was commensurate with, you know, Ishtar, like you know, it was, hey, the Christians are like, hey, here's a holiday and we'll use the same time frame and have our holiday or something like that, right? No. So, Easter is not in any way linkable to Ishtar. All right. What is Ishtar? Ishtar, um, you know, it was the Babylonian goddess of love and fertility. And she has a bunch of different names in different cultures. Iana from Sumerian culture, Astarte, Canaanite, Aphrodite is Greek, Venus, Roman. Uh, Isis of Egypt. So absolutely, totally, you know, if we're talking about how uh, Ishtar, the goddess of love and fertility and, you know, free sex, I could go along with that. But no, the high holy days for Ishtar is not in early spring either. It is whenever the planet Venus is at its zenith, which is more than just once a year, usually in January and June. So... To start with, Ishtar myths, not at all this spring festival of, you know, sex and fertility. Most people think it is, but no, it is. Easter is linkable with paganism, but it's the Germanic goddess of the dawn, Ostara, which is a hell of a lot closer to Easter than Ishtar is. Okay, I thought that there was some other pagan deity that was associated with the day. With the day, and that's Ostara. Her high holy day uh, happens on the spring equinox. Gotcha. So, you know, for my pagan friends, they do uh, celebrate Ostara, which is their version of Easter. It's the the spring fertility, uh, you know, sex festival basically right you've got bunnies and you've got eggs which are also totally the symbols of ostara so sure now this is because the germans when they're worshiping dawn and her rise to power at this time of year you know the the days are starting to get longer life is returning to the world um i'm driving down the road to work and sure enough the amount of roadkill has gone from like 
two animals in 20 miles to now 20 animals in 20 miles. And that's good eating. They are going out and they're getting run over by cars. Back in the day, animals would wake up, they would go running out, and then they would be shot by the hunters and we now have food. But so. Yet, when we look at the origins of Easter, it's not originally from Ostara either. The earliest practice is the Jewish Passover, and then the Christians tack on the resurrection of Christ. So, while Ishtar does have a resurrection myth, her myth does not quite jive with Jesus' resurrection story in the slightest, other than both of them coming back from the dead. I could see, sure, maybe if you wanted to say coming back from the dead was borrowed, eh, I will grudgingly give you that, but there are other better collective mythologies that if you wanted to talk about resurrection might be more similar and a lot of those that are more similar to jesus's resurrection also probably got changed by christianity getting so popular that they tacked the resurrection story onto their mythology for example that uh, is a possibility. Yeah. Hmm? so that is a possibility i can see that yep. so uh, so, Ishtar myth, sure, it's got a resurrection story, not really um, that close. If we want to look at her story and her high holy day, it'd actually be January 6th, which again breaks it from being a part of this whole spring festivity. Um, yeah, that time of year is usually chilly. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, when we look at her story um, versus the, the origins of Easter, we've also got some other really major differences. In all of the pagan festivities, there's no feasting on a paschal lamb, no bitter herbs, no last supper, no washing of feet, no all-night prayer vigil, no good Friday morning, uh, no resurrection at dawn on Sunday. Rather, with all those stories, um, the pagans are usually dealing more with uh, trying to explain why things are starting to wake up and and come to life um, in around the springtime. The days are getting longer. Things are blooming. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a reason for this. How come? Well... Yep. So they tend to do more along the lines of why is this day named after the goddess of the dawn? The, you know, some of the elements of that Germanic practice were to celebrate the colors of dawn. And so they would dip eggs in dyes to make them the colors of the dawn as a way of celebrating her rise to power. Right. And they would now have rabbits uh, to feast on. Uh, so that's where the, the bunnies come from. In fact, the, the, the story for Ostara, um, one year she was sad for arriving so late to drive back winter, and she discovered a tiny little bird who was near death and was partly buried in the heavy snows. She nurses him back to health and uh, basically falls in love with the little bird. Um, 
Unfortunately, because of the cold winter and the snows, uh, it had kind of broken his wings so the bird would never fly. So she decided to transform the tiny bird into Lepus, the very first rabbit. And she gave him a gift for being able to run with astonishing speed so he could easily all of the hunters. And to honor his earlier form as a bird, she still gave him the ability to lay eggs uh, that came out as the color of the dawn, because that was her gift unto him. So we've got the Easter bunny laying eggs that are colored. That's where this element of Easter comes from, the, the very secular Easter bunny and the egg hunt and all this fun stuff comes out of our German mythology. The Victorians, who liked doing crazy stuff for the holidays. <laughs> they just picked right well, up on that. <laughs> they picked up on it and they made it uh, acceptable. And that's how we've got bunnies and eggs for Easter time. Right. It was essentially taking them and mashing them up and being like, hey, this part is fun too. So let's just add it on. Yep. So when we're looking at, you know, the origins of Easter, it's very not pagan because the Jews had a particularly non-pagan mentality of honoring their story of how they left Egypt from slavery. Right. Christians take some of that element but really are emphasizing more the resurrection of their savior, Christ. Um, so we'll, we'll have like the last supper and we'll honor that on Thursday night. And then there's the morning and the expectancy of Friday and Saturday. And then we're celebrating on Sunday. And then some people took some other weird traditions because they were fun to do and layered them on top. So, yep, there's a couple of other weird traditions that we do uh, around uh, Easter time or you know, depending on the type of church that you're, uh, you're at. You know, there's uh, having a ginormous cross uh, somewhere in the sanctuary. Usually it gets draped with purple at this time of year um, uh, or maybe a little closer to uh, the, uh, the Passion Week. You know, where uh, the cross comes up on like Sunday uh, on Palm Sunday is kind of a reminder of next week, folks, um, you know, people getting palms on Palm Sunday uh, to represent, again, the, the story of Christ entering triumphantly See, into church. Waving the palm leaves was always a fun part. Huh? Waving the palm leaves was always a fun part. It is fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, especially when you're a kid. Uh, I remember making swords out of them. Uh, and then yep. as I got a little <laughs> older, I would do some origami and make them into very uh, ornate crosses. Really, but, any, any excuse to have something like a stick and swing it around is fun. Exactly. Yep. So, uh, you know, we, we've, got, we've got some interesting traditions that are clearly not pagan, but every time that the stupid meme comes around, Easter is Ishtar. I'm sorry. We, we need to sit down and have a nice long talk about Get your mythologies straight. Uh, I, I, I can say I, I appreciate the mythology and uh, history lesson on that. Because the, 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 I've seen other memes, not just the Ishtar one, but stuff on, say, Horus. Stuff on, you know, going back to the Zeke Geist movie, stuff like that. Where, you know, oh, look, this explains everything because this myth became, this myth became, this myth became Jesus. And there you go, boom. 
And a, a lot of times those are bad. They're not well-researched. They're <laughs> way too bad an answer. Um, and the, those who came to atheism via skepticism mm -hmm. generally appreciate getting it right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't help to win an argument if you win it with faulty reasoning. So anytime that we can get the correct information and be told when something is wrong, yeah, we appreciate it. Yep. I wish, you know, I, I've watched the zeitgeist. Um, fantasy, I guess, would be the best way to describe it from my point I of guess. view. To be fair, I'd never checked it out myself. I've just heard about it. Yeah. Um, and again, mythology is totally the realm that I rule over with an iron fist. <laughs> if you want to bring up mythology with me, I am happy to, to break out any number of the tomes that are in my basement. And even better, I've got some of the artifacts that we draw stuff from, or at least copies of those artifacts. And I can go, oh, you want to talk about the Enuma Elish? Here's my models. Uh, and my representations of it. We can read it together if you like. You'll know it is time to turn the page when you get red in the face. It's just a model. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so... Zeitgeist has always been one of those... It sounds really good, but the reason why it sounds really good is it's totally wrong they will bend and twist the mythologies or take a sentence say, it's, here it's a sentence there the point. yep and you manipulate yep. it in order to make it sound right yep and if that's what you're going to do then you might as well just go back home because no um and most argue... of the posts i see about it this day these days are specifically to say no it's not right <laughs> yeah you know, we, 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 we like to keep the stuff that's wrong in the pile of wrong. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every, every time someone's like, I just saw this for the first time and it's amazing. You usually see a lot of responses of, okay, ignore it. Yep. <laughs> and now, I, I appreciate what you've told about the Ishtar meme because that is also poss quite possibly something that should be ignored. Maybe not ignored, but at least understood so that this way you know well, relegated to the piles of wrongness hmm? i'm sorry i lost you there i said relegated to the piles of wrongness yes yep. definitely uh it is it is a wrong meme it's mm -hmm. it's a lesson learning meme um with zeitgeist you know there's some some interesting histories that one of the main reasons why I totally will just dismiss Zeitgeist, other than the fact that I know a lot of the stories and, and see where they've manipulated it to make their point. Right. Back when Christianity had just become the state religion of Rome, mm -hmm. Constantine dies, his nephew takes over. His nephew is a die-hard Roman pagan. He hates Christianity and wants it overturned. 
And throughout his reign, he holds a series of councils and public debates in which the smartest, most powerful, most well-read and educated pagans make the case of why Christianity should be regulated to the failed religion camp. Right. If Zeitgeist had any basis in reality, then Justinian would have had that in his councils. And we still have records of the debates. They took copies of the debates and we've got them still today. And yet you do not see the argument of Zeitgeist anywhere in Justinius's debates on Christianity. Fair point. If they're true. And this is a group of people who they're in 400 ish AD, four to 500 uh, AD. Mm-hmm. They're a heck of a lot closer to the Mithras cult myths, to the Ishtar myths, to the Isis myths, to the Osiris myths, or whatever other kind of myth that you want to take uh, advantage of. Or my other personal favorite is when Zeitgeist starts using the mythologies of Mesoamerica and Quetzalcoatl in order to make <laughs> the case that Quetzalcoatl influenced Jesus's mythology. And I will blink. And I will turn to one of my textbooks. <laughs> I'll point out the dates of the Quetzalcoatl myths. <laughs> Did they happen? When were they being told by people? Hundreds of years after Jesus lived and died and was resurrected. I was going to say that that one just doesn't pass the sniff test. That, that doesn't need, you don't even need to sniff it. It has been ricking from across the, <laughs> the planet as so bad. Oh, so, uh, well, I, I will have to remember if I ever want to be schooled on mythology, just bring it up with you. This is true. <laughs> so, huh. and, and it's it's totally my uncle's fault because if Jim Henson didn't do um, well alright it's not entirely his fault although <laughs> it is so my uncle Jerry Nelson not only does he make the Dark Crystal but he also used to read Tolkien to me so ah. those things are pretty much the major influence of why I'm so into mythology the Dark That's Crystal cool. J.R.R. Tolkien so. Understandable. Yeah. Well, definitely thank you for the mythology lesson. Good one to have. You are welcome. And All right. uh, audience, if uh, you want to uh, hear a little bit more about that, you know, please, uh, I, I'm like one of those vending machines. You just put in a question and out will come a torrent of information. Uh, so seek us on oh. Facebook. He, um, he won't stop. Trust me, he won't stop. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, f- find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter at a Yes Okay But. Uh, leave a comment on Anchor, something like that. You know, um, we'd love to hear from you, people. Yep. All right. Well, have a good one. Enjoy, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode. Yes. Yep. Okay, but. But. Did we get that synced? Maybe. Audience, <laughs> what do you think?
whatever. So yes, yes, okay, but the show where we try to disagree without being too disagreeable. True, true. <laughs> and you know, last last week we did a pretty good job of agreeing. I think we've disagreed before, and uh, well, our last episode. Even though it was a Tuesday, Rev Pete was talking because I was sick and blah, 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 blah. But now we're back to Sacred Sunday, and it is, once again, Rev Pete's turn. Yes. Which kind of, you know, works, since there was the, the one time that uh, I... Uh, I don't Forgot what day of the week it was. Why? Yeah, that's... I think it was that we're totally fluffed <laughs> it. Um, but, uh, you know, we are kind of back in sync. So we had two atheists and now we have uh two sacred uh sundays and yeah that works yep so what is your gripe this sunday rev so now today was a very enjoyable day i had the opportunity to go and see the dark crystal uh 35th anniversary in theaters and uh you know this is beyond a doubt my favorite movie uh in all of uh creation yeah, I remember having to tell you to shut up when you were reading, you know, saying every line along with the movie the first time I saw it. Oh, yes, there is that. But there, there's also the fact that, you know, it was one of the movies that I saw my uncle doing some of the voiceover for. Uh, you know, my uncle was Jerry Nelson, who's one of the, the voice actors for that uh, piece. So, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah enjoyable uh, movie but that segues into one of the trailers that i saw before the movie was for spongebob the broadway musical okay you've just killed my brain yes i i i am stunned that there's spongebob coming to broadway however dude dude i am not there's a god that's not how it's done (laughs) <laughs> no god would let that travesty exist <laughs> well, well maybe maybe he'll go back to being the old testament smitey god <laughs> maybe maybe we can hope <laughs> spongebob musicals <laughs> so but anyways my rant however is not spongebob the musical there is a few things that are worse than SpongeBob the Musical. And today's topic is one of those. So, um, this is Lent. Lent is the, the 40 days as we lead into Easter. It's a very sacred time for a lot of Christians. Mm-hmm. There's also a special time for a lot of atheists and anti Christians who enjoy posting up one of my favorite memes to mock and that is the meme of um easter is just ishtar you know you'll you'll see the little picture and it's got the the image of ishtar and then it talks very briefly about language translation uh ishtar is easter right Uh, you know it should be pronounced ishtar and yeah you know i've just got to give a little aside this year with easter uh-huh. A lot of people on the online atheist, you know, forums and stuff that I visit are highly amused that it's falling on April Fool's Day this year. Yes. Quite a few people are very amused by that. Yes. The we, fact we, we that Ash Wednesday, 
Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day also happened to have been on the same day. It was also somewhat amusing for people who are, you know, kissing with ashes on their foreheads. Yeah, that that, that was good for a chuckle as well. Yep. <laughs> but that that's that that's not anything about, you know, oh look, this proves anything. Those it's just a funny coincidence. Mm-hmm. So my rant now, yeah. as you know, and uh, some of our audience knows, my master's was in mythology. Mm-hmm. Not only was I studying, you know, biblical studies and, and archaeology, but I was doing a comparable mythology as my master's paper. So when it comes to memes like Easter is just Ishtar, I will blink. <laughs> I will roll up my sleeves. I will put on my fighting hat and we will go fisticuffs with those who know not of what they speak. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Easter, the, the date was commensurate with, you know, Ishtar. Like, you know, it was, hey, the Christians are like, hey, here's a holiday and we'll use the same time frame and have our holiday or something like that, right? No. So, Easter okay. is not in any way linkable to Ishtar. All right. What is Ishtar? Ishtar, um, you know, it was the Babylonian goddess of love and fertility. And she has a bunch of different names in different cultures. Iana from Sumerian culture, Astarte, Canaanite, Aphrodite is Greek, Venus, Roman, uh, Isis of Egypt. So absolutely, totally, you know, if we're talking about how uh, Ishtar, the goddess of love and fertility and, you know, free sex, I could go along with that. But no, the high holy days for Ishtar is not in early spring either. It is whenever the planet Venus is at its zenith, which is more than just once a year. It's usually in January and June. So, to start with, Ishtar myths, not at all this spring festival of, you know, sex and fertility. Most people think it is, but no. It is. Easter is linkable with paganism, but it's the Germanic goddess of the dawn Ostara which is a hell of a lot closer to Easter than Ishtar is okay I thought that uh, there was some other pagan deity that was associated with the day with the day and that's Ostara right. her high holy day uh, happens on the spring equinox gotcha. so you know for my pagan friends they do uh, celebrate Ostara which is their version of Easter. It's the, the spring fertility, uh, you know, sex festival, basically. Right. You've got bunnies and you've got eggs, which are also totally the symbols of Ostara. So sure. Now, this is because the Germans, when they're worshiping Dawn and her rise to power at this time of year, you know, the, the days are starting to get longer. Life is returning to the world. Um, I'm driving down the road to work, and sure enough, the amount of roadkill has gone from like two animals in 20 miles to now 20 animals in 20 miles. And that's good. They are going out, and they're getting run over by cars. Back in the day, animals would wake up, they would go running out, and then they would get shot by the hunters, and we now have food. But, so. Yeah. 
when we look at the origins of Easter, it's not originally from Ostara either. The oh. earliest practice is the Jewish Passover, and then the Christians tack on the resurrection of Christ. So, while Ishtar does have a resurrection myth, her myth does not quite jive with Jesus' resurrection story in the slightest, other than both of them coming back from the dead. Right. I could see, sure, maybe if you wanted to say coming back from the dead was borrowed, eh, I will grudgingly give you that, but there are other better collective mythologies that if you wanted to talk about resurrection might be more similar. And a lot of those that are more similar to Jesus's resurrection also probably got changed by Christianity getting so popular that they tacked the resurrection story onto their mythology, for example. That uh, is a possibility. Yeah. Hmm? So that is a possibility. I can see that. Yep. So, uh, so Ishtar myth, sure, it's got a resurrection story, not really um, that close. If we want to look at her story and her high holy day, it'd actually be January 6th, which again breaks it from being a part of this whole spring festivity. Um, yeah, that time of year is usually chilly. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, when we look at her story um, versus the, the origins of Easter, we've also got some other really major differences. In all of the pagan festivities, there's no feasting on a paschal lamb, no bitter herbs, no last supper, no washing of feet, no all-night prayer vigil, no Good Friday morning, uh, no resurrection at dawn on Sunday. Rather, with all those stories, um, the pagans are usually dealing more with uh, trying to explain why things are starting to wake up and, and come to life um, in around the springtime. The days are getting longer, things are blooming, mm -hmm. there's got to be a reason for this, how come? Well, yep. so they tend to do more along the lines of, why is this day named after the goddess of the dawn? The, you know, some of the elements of that Germanic practice were to celebrate the colors of dawn. And so they would dip eggs in dyes to make them the colors of the dawn as a way of celebrating her rise to power. Right. And they would now have rabbits uh, to feast on. Uh, so that's where the, the bunnies come from. In fact, the, the, the story for Ostara, um, one year she was sad for arriving so late to drive back winter. And she discovered a tiny little bird who was near death and was partly buried in the heavy snows. She nurses him back to health and uh, basically falls in love with the little bird. Um, unfortunately, because of the cold winter and the snows, uh, it had kind of broken his wings so the bird would never fly. So she decided to transform the tiny bird into Lepus, the very first rabbit. And she gave him a gift for being able to run with astonishing speed so he could easily 
all of the hunters. And to honor his earlier form as a bird, she still gave him the ability to lay eggs uh, that came out as the color of the dawn, because that was her gift unto him. So we've got the Easter bunny laying eggs that are colored. That's where this element of Easter comes from, the the very secular Easter bunny and the egg hunt and all this fun stuff comes out of our German mythology. The Victorians who liked doing crazy stuff for the holidays. <laughs> they just picked right up on that. <laughs> they picked up on it and they made it uh, acceptable. And that's how we've got bunnies and eggs for Easter time. Right. It was essentially taking them and mashing them up and being like, Hey, this part is fun too. So let's just add it on. Yep. So when we're looking at, you know, the origins of Easter, it's very not pagan because the Jews had a particularly non-pagan mentality of honoring their story of how they left Egypt from slavery. Right. Christians take some of that element, but really are emphasizing more the resurrection of their savior, Christ. Um, so we'll, we'll have like the last supper and we'll honor that on Thursday night. And then there's the morning and the expectancy of Friday and Saturday. And then we're celebrating on Sunday. And then some people took some other weird traditions because they were fun to do and layered them on top. So, yep. There's a couple of other weird traditions that we do, uh, around, uh, Easter time or, you know, depending on the type of church that you're, uh, you're at. You know, there's uh, having a ginormous cross uh, somewhere in the sanctuary. Usually it gets draped with purple at this time of year um, uh, or maybe a little closer to uh, the, uh, the Passion Week, you know, where uh, right. the cross comes up on like Sunday, uh, on Palm Sunday is kind of a reminder of next week, folks, um, you know, people getting palms on Palm Sunday. Uh, to represent, again, the, the story of Christ entering triumphantly See, into church. Waving the palm leaves was always a fun part. Huh? Waving the palm leaves was always a fun part. It is fun, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, especially when you're a kid. Uh, I remember making swords out of them. Uh, and then yep. as I got a little <laughs> older, I would do some origami and make them into very uh, ornate crosses. Really, but, any, any excuse to have something like a stick and swing it around is fun. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So, you know, we, we've, got, we've got some interesting traditions that are clearly not pagan. But every time that the stupid meme comes around, Easter is Ishtar. I'm sorry. We, we need to sit down and have a nice long talk about get your mythologies straight. I, I, I can say I, I appreciate the mythology and uh, history lesson on that. Because I've seen other memes, not just the Ishtar one, but stuff on, say, Horus, stuff on, you know, going back to the Zeitgeist movie, stuff like that, where, you know, oh, look, this explains everything because this myth became this myth became this myth became Jesus, and there you go, boom. And a a lot of times, those are bad. They're not well-researched. They're way too bad an answer. Um, And... The those who came to atheism via skepticism mm-hmm. 
generally appreciate getting it right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't help to win an argument if you win it with faulty reasoning. Yep. So anytime that we can get the correct information and be told when something is wrong, yeah, we appreciate it. Yep. I wish, you know, I, I've watched the zeitgeist um, fantasy, I guess, would be the best way to describe it from my point I of guess. view. To be fair, I'd never checked it out myself. I've just heard about it. Yeah. Um, and again, mythology is totally the realm that I rule over with an iron fist. <laughs> if you want to bring up mythology with me, I am happy to, to break out any number of the tomes that are in my basement and even better i've got some of the artifacts that we draw stuff from or at least copies of those artifacts and i can go oh you want to talk about the enuma elish here's my models uh and my representations of it we can read it together if you like you'll know it is time to turn the page when you get red in the face it's just a model <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so Zeitgeist has always been one of those it sounds really good but the reason why it sounds really good is it's totally wrong. They will bend and twist the mythologies or take a sentence say, it's, here, it's, it's a sentence there the point. Yep, and you manipulate yep. it in order to make it sound right. Yep. And if that's what you're going to do, then you might as well just go back home, because no. Um, and most argue- of the posts I see about it this day, these days are specifically to say, no, it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we like to keep the stuff that's wrong in the pile of wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every, every time someone's like, I just saw this for the first time and it's amazing, you usually see a lot of responses of, okay, ignore it. Yep. And now, I, I appreciate what you've told about the Ishtar meme because that is also poss- quite possibly something that should be ignored. Maybe not ignored, but at least understood so that this way, you know... Well, re- relegated to the piles of wrongness. Hmm? I'm sorry, I lost you there. I said relegated to the piles of wrongness. Yes, yep. definitely. Uh, it, is, it is a wrong meme. It's, it's a lesson learning meme. Um, with Zeitgeist, you know, there's some, some interesting histories that one of the main reasons why I totally will just dismiss Zeitgeist, other than the fact that I know a lot of the stories and, and see where they've manipulated it to make their point. Right. Back when Christianity had just become the state religion of Rome. Mm-hmm. Constantine dies, his nephew takes over. His nephew is a die-hard Roman pagan. He hates Christianity and wants it overturned. And throughout his reign, he holds a series of councils and public debates in which the smartest, most powerful, most well-read and educated pagans make the case of why Christianity should be regulated to 
the failed religion camp. Right. If Zeitgeist had any basis in reality, then Justinian would have had that in his councils. And we still have records of the debates. They took copies of the debates and we've got them still today. And yet you do not see the argument of Zeitgeist anywhere in Justinius's debates on Christianity. Fair point. If they're true. And this is a group of people who they're in 400 ish AD, four to 500 uh, AD. Mm-hmm. They're a heck of a lot closer to the Mithras cult myths, to the Ishtar myths, to the Isis myths, to the Osiris myths, or whatever other kind of myth that you want to take uh, advantage of. Or my other personal favorite is when Zeitgeist starts using the mythologies of Mesoamerica and Quetzalcoatl in order to make <laughs> the case that Quetzalcoatl influenced Jesus's mythology. And I will blink. And I will turn to one of my textbooks. <laughs> I will point out the dates of the Quetzalcoatl myths. <laughs> Did they happen? When were they being told by people? Hundreds of years after Jesus lived and died and was resurrected. I was going to say, that, that one just doesn't pass the sniff test. That, that doesn't need... You don't even need to sniff it. It has been reeking from across the, <laughs> the planet. It's so bad. Oh, so. Uh, well, I, I will have to remember, if I ever want to be schooled on mythology, just bring it up with you. This is true. <laughs> so, huh. and, and it's, it's totally my uncle's fault, because if Jim Henson didn't do... Um, well, all right. It's not entirely his fault. Although <laughs> it is. So my uncle, Jerry Nelson, not only does he make the dark crystal, but he also used to read Tolkien to me. So ah. those things are pretty much the major influence of why I'm so into mythology. The dark crystal, J.R.R. Tolkien. So Understandable. Yeah. Well, definitely. Thank you for the mythology lesson. Good one to have. You are welcome. And right. uh, audience, if uh, you want to uh, hear a little bit more about that, you know, please, uh, I, I'm like one of those vending machines. You just put in a question and out will come a torrent of information. Uh, so seek us on oh. Facebook. He, um, he won't stop. Trust me, he won't stop. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yeah, find us on uh, Facebook or Twitter at a yes, okay, but uh, leave a comment on Anchor, something like that. You know, um, we'd love to hear from you, people. Yep. All right. Well, have a good one. Enjoy, everyone. Bye bye.